Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You do look perfect on this beautiful Friday here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts in, of course. And let's get right to the three things you need to hear to get about your week. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Alex, are you okay? Alex, are, are you, you okay? okay? Are, are you okay, okay Alex? Alex? Turns out he is. Let's Yay! hear from his very own mouth. That's yeah, Alex Trebek, by, by the way. That during the holiday break, uh, I had a slight medical problem. Uh, subdural hematoma, blood clots on the brain caused by a fall I endured about two months ago. Uh, surgery was performed. After two days in the hospital, I came home to start recovery. The prognosis is excellent, and I expect to be back in the studio taping more Jeopardy! programs very, very soon. And I want to thank all of you for your concern. Do you think that um, when he went to the doctor to find out that he had a subdural hematoma uh his doctor said something like this condition is most often the result of a severe head injury this type is among the deadliest of all head injuries and then alex said what what is is subdural hematoma yeah i think it played out exactly like that the doctor said those exact words and then alex responded i I feel like he he has to get that constantly in his life oh of course he has to (laughs) you know what if you're alex trebek and people come up to you and say those kinds of things, you're totally going to be fine with it because that job, the host of Being Jeopardy, is probably one of the sweetest gigs in entertainment. And he's been doing it pretty much since I've been on the planet. Oh, yeah, for sure. For for certain is what I was trying to say. Um, I will tell you, I remember in high school, so that would have been in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, um, mm-hmm. my friend Sonali and I used to call each other after school and then we would play jeopardy on the phone together sounds about right right yes oh my god it was so much fun it used to be that was in the days before the internet yeah it was and also my phone had a cord do you remember what time it was on tv it would have had to be like 3 30 4 o'clock or something like that it was on at 4 30 here growing up well so then it was probably 4 30 because i was in the central time zone memory let's move on to number two behind door number two let's see what we've got Right. Look at my feet. Uh, I don't want to look at your hobbit feet, Bradley. Uh, well, I think some people would like to look at my feet, much like the people who want to look at Farah Abraham's feet. What? Let's listen to Farah Abraham talk about her latest video endeavor. You guys wanted a foot fetish video, so I'm making this special for you guys. And I brought my fave. Okay, so that was super quick. Let's play it one more time. And this time again, imagine, if you will, Farrah Abraham. All you see is her feet in some stripper heels, right? Okay, again, Farrah Abraham, look at your, looking at her feet, stripper heels. You guys wanted a foot fetish video, so I'm making this special for you guys. 
I brought my fave. And her fave, obviously, it's are those. so special for you guys. Are those stripper heels, which they're cute. She's got nice feet. But it, it turns out um, Farrah Abraham has a new video, uh, which is all all about her feet. And she's apparently making some bucks doing oh. it. All right. I'm looking at Farrah Abraham's feet, and I'm telling you, Bradley, that they are nothing special. I don't know. I don't know what makes feet special. I mean, she has a nice pedicure. That's about it. Well, if you're her a toes foot, aren't evenly distributed on her foot. If you're a foot fetishist, it looks uh, like she has a corn. Okay, gross. <laughs> if you are a foot fetishist uh, or you like to worship feet, because the hashtag <laughs> foot worship is in, included, um, you can go to Many Vids, which is apparently a website where you can post uh, questionable videos of I'm yourself. I'm telling you to make right money. now, don't go on Many Vids if you are at work. Even the Twitter account is NSFW. Yeah. It's um, very interesting. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Don't look Whoa. at it, Bradley. Oh, I told you not gee. to look at it. Uh, 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 okay, let me and I was Well, I was looking at the ManyVids Twitter account last night, and I was at my parents' house. Oh, and I'm sure they... They got an eyeful. Like, Mom, I'm working. Don't worry so, about it. I saw this this tweet yesterday that Fair Abraham had a new foot video, and I thought, my God, I'm doing life wrong. Because yeah. here's this woman. She is making money hand over fist, or in this case, arch over heel. And um, all she's doing is showing her dumb feet in a pair of shoes. I don't know. That might, there might be some sexy time involved. But I will tell you, I know from firsthand experience, and by that I mean first foot experience, and actually like three foot experience because I, I don't have firsthand knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I know people who've done videos like this before, and there's nothing oh, overtly videos. sexual about like Like, you could do these videos and make a lot of money, Holly, is what I'm saying. Right. I'd have to shave my toe knuckle like, first. <laughs> I, you but know, maybe hey, there, maybe somebody's into that. I don't know. I'm the one with the hobbit feet. I don't well, know. Well, right. There's a whole subgenre of fetish videos that so are on I the internet. This, I saw this yesterday and I retweeted it. Like, I got to get a new side hustle. Like, I'm, I think Jamie would be totally fine with me doing feet videos as long as I didn't have to show anything else. I mean, my feet, like, who cares? He also thinks I have disgusting feet. So, um, Wow. Maybe that would make me extra, you know. Terms of endearment. Like extra fetishy. You could do anything and label it as a fetish. And I'm sure that there would be enough people online who would find you and then they would be fans of you and then they would subscribe to your videos. I mean, there's things like if you sit on a balloon. Well, a guy. Sit on, sit on a balloon. And that's the thing. There are videos out there. Of people who just sit on balloons and pop them and then that's it. Somebody responded to that uh, because I retweeted it. Um, also, I keep getting a, 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 we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I keep getting a weird phone call and I uh, will address it in the break. Okay. Um, so somebody responded to that tweet. If you're just joining us, we're doing the three at 1203. And the second thing you need to hear today is Farrah Abraham, um, showing off her feet. And somebody <laughs> responded to that, like that somebody, that a woman was making like $70,000 a year dressing up as Pikachu and getting spanked. Yeah. And I was like, seriously, mm-hmm. why did I not know about this in college? Because I could totally, totally have put myself through college. And again, I don't even think you need to do anything creepy or sexual. I think no. you just need to like dance around and you let somebody spank you. Okay. That's what I'm saying. What is wrong with is that? Is that the simplest of activities? Let me be your fantasy. As long as you don't have to look at things. Let me be your non-sexual fantasy. Great. Can we work on (laughs) that? All right, let's move on. And here it is behind door number one. 
Oh, I forgot to tell you, she retweeted me. Yes, well, that's the whole reason I got onto this many vids site in the first place. Is Barry the lead? Bradley Trainer was retweeted by Farah Abraham. His she- his tweet was about the, that foot video, and it said, wait, people pay money to look at her feet. I need a new side hustle. And that tweet was retweeted by Farrah Abraham. She obviously thought it was worth retweeting. I'm not sure she quite understood where I was coming from. Yeah. But neither hither nor thither. Thank you for the retweet, Farrah Abraham. Add that to the list. Now, can we talk about something else that's filthy? Yes. Not we- just Farrah's feet? Mm-hmm. It's Justin Timberlake's new single. It's called Filthy. It was released today with the video. And this is Justin Timberlake's new song off of his upcoming album, Man of the Woods, which is out in February. The song is very divisive, but let's take a listen and you can decide for yourself whether you or not you like Filthy. So real. Is gonna say it's fake. So real. by Justin Timberlake. His first single off of his new album, Man of the Woods. Bradley is not impressed by this song at all. You said the people found this uh, dis, uh, divisive. Yeah. That they either liked it or hated that, that it. They either love it or they hate it. I just don't really... I don't... I mean, okay, there's a beat. And... I mean, I could have made this song. This is what infuriates me about pop music. You should start making music then. If it's that but easy, I will. But just here's give me the a beat. thing. There was, it reminds me of this mug that I saw, I don't know, somewhere where somebody said, hey, mom, I can paint that painting. And she's like, well, why don't you didn't? <laughs> you didn't. Basically, okay. the gist okay, of it is fine. that you're not producing I'm not sitting tracks. around with millions of dollars and nothing else to do. So I went into a studio and had somebody who probably got paid a lot of money to create that beat because Justin Timberlake didn't. He just sampled a couple like. I, I, wow. I, I would argue that you and I um, and if we're Colleen were here, the three of us could concoct a far more danceable, far more... Because, again, the, the thing that I find interesting about Filthy, and if you're just joining us, we're doing the 3 at 12.03. Those are the three things you need to hear before you get about your day. Um, and this is the Justin Timberlake single. The thing that I I don't understand about the single is they call it a dance track. It is a dance track. Who was track. dancing to that? You could pop and lock to that track. Like, really slowly at the Senior Citizen Center. If you're... You know... Oh, here we go. Pass my dentures. They fell out of my mouth. Where's my depends? See, I mean, this is not hard. All right. I, the first time I listened to that song, I wasn't really having it. But then I listened to it again and I was like, oh, wait, I actually like the song. I think that the song can be played in workout regimes. Imagine if you were doing squats or lifting weights or doing something to that song, it's not going to be played on the radio. We're probably not going to be playing it here at my talk. It's a little slow. 
Yeah. No. It's a little heavy. It You're did not going to come back me- from break because everybody will be asleep by the time... Uh, you know, it stops. It did kind of remind me, though, Bradley, of the music from one of my favorite video games growing up. What's that? Toe Jam and Earl. Don't say Toe Jam. <laughs> Listen to this. It kind of reminded me of it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, they should sue. <laughs> yeah. Play the other one again. All right. Hold on. Now, that's Toe Jam and Earl. That's the Funkatronic that's, beat. That's a game? That's a video game. It's amazing. It's for Sega. Now, here is Justin Timberlake's Filthy. Wait for the part here. It kind of reminded me of it. Yeah, now here's Toe Jam and Earl. God, I, I actually like Toad Jam and Earl better. Oh my God, they, they totally ripped off Toad Jam and Earl. You need you need to alert the press. Can I tweet it? I'm going to tweet at Justin Timberlake and say, hey, way to rip off Toad Jam and Earl. Give the video game credit where it's due. All right. Let us play out with Toad Jam and Earl. All right. When we come back from uh, Toad Jam and Earl, also the name of the show for the foreseeable future, our good friend Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live will be here to give us all the latest from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert right here on Toad Jam and Earl. Lori and Julia. Colonoscopies are a breeze. And don't ever open your eyes and watch what's going on. No, Float away, float away, butterfly, close your eyes. You don't eyes. need to see your colon. Okay, it's just, it's like something out of a Star Trek movie. It's like an alien landscape. Yeah, like something, it looks like a cheap 50s horror movie. And you're like, not going really in a awake, cave. so it is just sort of this weird, like, No, oh, it's horrible. There it is. It's, it's so amateur and scary at at the same time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hollywood and Beyond is her good friend, Elizabeth Reese. Hi, Bradley. Hi, Holly. Hello. How are you, friends? Good. It's Staying Friday. Warm. Yeah. yeah. It is Friday. We got that's sunlight. Fantastic. 
that is a and positive. And I think we're headed till, to 30 degrees on Sunday. Man, that is going to feel like unbelievable. I, I think we're going to be shorts and t-shirts. I know. We're going to be just living life. You know who's happy and celebrating today? Lara Spencer from Good Morning America because she's engaged. Aww, which I thought was funny because I was like, wait a second. I thought she was married and has kids, but she got divorced several years ago. And now she's engaged to her boyfriend of two years. He is a tech entrepreneur. His name is Rick McVeigh. And uh, he popped the question. She said, yes, he is the founder, uh, the chairman and the CEO of Market Access, a publicly traded and successful financial technology company. Read Rich. Hello. Yes. Yeah. She's rich, too. And these two were set up on a blind date arranged by a mutual friend. She shared lots of photos of them, them together. And uh, she's 48. He's, I think, 50 something. Oh, wow. I know. Oh, rich love. Oh, I wonder what it's like love. to just sit around and be rich. I don't, they just keep working. That's true. They don't yeah, sit around and be rich. True. They are I active know. and rich. <laughs> but I always wonder, okay, so do you ever wonder this? Like, how do rich people that are very busy, how do they do the same? You know how, like, we have to do stuff and, like, I mean, we're busy people, but, right. like, we still have to do all those other things. Mm-hmm. They hire people to do they it for them. People. Trust me, Bradley, I used to do that for a living. I would do all the stuff for a person with a lot of money. That oh, okay. they didn't want to do. That they didn't want to do. So what are, like, the top five things, Holly, that celebrities don't want to do themselves that they have a lot of money? that they hire out well they don't want to go to the laundry they don't want to do dry cleaning go to the grocery store yeah. pick up food order things uh do their bills do all that other kind of you stuff know, those, like the bills I mean, is the dangerous yeah. thing though you really should be doing your own bills because that's how people end up with money stolen that's, that's how true. holly got Although, all her money yeah, there are so many <laughs> things <laughs> not there are so many things though that you can live like that now without a ton of money i mean true. i have my groceries mm-hmm. delivered every single day yeah and it's not no, because a, i have a ton of money I'm a firm believer, and I try to convince Jamie of this. He is not buying this theory, but I'm the I'm the firm believer in the notion that like the more you can stop doing, yeah, the more successful you're going to be. Well, outsourcing certain things, yeah, yeah, yes. understanding where your time is really worth it, and getting. I always try to look at too, like what are you good at? I mean, so Lara Spencer, for example, she's super into like thrifting. You know, she thrifts, and then she probably saves money that way and spends money other ways. Like I'm good at cooking. I cook. Yes, Guess you what? Are. I'm bad at cleaning. I'm a terrible cleaner. That's... I outsource cleaning. I in source (laughs) the cooking. It all evens out in the end. It really does. It absolutely does. Okay, Justin Timberlake getting all sorts of buzz today. So a couple interesting things. I just watched his full video for Filthy. Have you guys watched it? Yeah, it's it's kind of a snoozer. It's a little bit of a snoozer. I found the song didn't necessarily have a great hook. You know, I didn't feel any sort of attachment to the song. Did you feel that way? Agreed. Okay. Holly liked it. I did like it. It's not like I disliked it. But I just it's didn't not love a, it. But it's not a single in the way that his last song was Can't Stop the no. Feeling, which I couldn't stand that song. But Can't Stop the Feeling. Oh, if you have a child, but, you love oh, that song. But it has a great it. hook, and that yeah. song is made for radio. This song, Filthy, is not made for radio. I've so heard this pro- is made yeah. for like performance. Yeah. Like, this yes. is made for live, and they pro- he probably did it for the Super Bowl. Totally. Yeah. So uh, he's a marketing genius. The first single just came out from his fourth album, and then he just shared the track list for the upcoming record, which is called Man of the Woods. And uh, this song kicking off the album, and Timberlake has hinted that this album is going to be kind of like a rootsy 
sort of like a folk rock kind of an album. Filthy certainly didn't reflect that, but some of the titles of the upcoming songs do reflect that, like Living Off the Land, Flannel, and Montana. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Those are actual names from songs off of this new album. Holly Roberts, I am not lying to you. So (laughs) contrived. Flannel. There's going to be a matching fragrance at, you know, Macy's There's a photo of him in a leather jacket in front of an old vintage red Chevy truck. Montana. Um, Because we really think Justin Timberlake walks around in flannel in Montana in a pickup truck? Right. It's pretty funny. There's another one called Breeze Off the Pond. No, stop. I'm not kidding. Wave, supplies, higher, higher. I'm getting so embarrassed for Justin Timberlake right now. Well, he's going to be embarrassed all the way to the bank. I know. The uh, album arrives February 2nd, two days before he headlines the Super Bowl right here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And uh, we'll see what happens. Alicia Keys and Chris Stapleton both featured on this upcoming album. And uh, Alicia Keys is featured in a song called Morning Light. Chris Stapleton in a song called Say Something. So I don't know how this filthy is going to fit into the rest of it. Because the video was super futuristic and like techy. And these other songs are not seeming like that. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. clearly somebody's thinking this yeah. all the way through. Kim Kardashian us. started the day with a bang. Oh. Oh. Well, I wouldn't call well. it that. Well, I don't know. She didn't really <laughs> start with much. No, she started with nothing. I just was thinking this morning, as I'm looking at this photo, if this is how you start your day. Hey, folks, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to lay here on my bed with just a white thong on and I'm going to just cover up my boobs and have someone take a picture and then I'm just going to send it out to millions of people. What kind of alternate reality are you living in? You're living in Kardashian. No, see, that photograph was art directed for hours. Yeah, it should probably just be a photo years ago. Because Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have a creative director. I don't know the name of this person off the top of my head. Really? Yes, all of these photos are styled by their creative director and this person is hired by them full time to take all of these photos for them. Man. To style them and to pose them. Oh, you're right, too, because Holly, the hair is different now that I'm looking. She had long, dark hair in this photo. Yeah. And now, you know, she's doing that, like, white, blonde, grayish hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Intriguing. Oh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for shedding light <laughs> nice on with the you. other half. <laughs> you can watch Elizabeth, of course, on Twin Cities Live every day at 3 and catch her on her next Dirt Alert at 520 right here on My Talk 1071. We need a caller for a 30-second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Four R's, my friend. Reduce, reuse, recycle, Rihanna. Entertainment. It's time to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Holly? And what are they playing for? We have Mandy on the phone, and she's playing for a My Talk 1071 t shirt. Hi, Mandy. Hello. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> Here we go. Brooke Shields was famously a model for what brand of jeans? Guess. Nope. Oh. Keep guessing. Uh, Lee. Nope. Levi's. Nope. Do you want to pass? Um, Do you want to pass? pass? Yeah, Justin pass. Justin Timberlake was a member of what boy band? In sync. Name nope. the name the two lead characters of the X Files. I see their faces. I don't know their names. Pass. Hello Kitty is from what country? Japan. What organ? Mm. Ah, oh, oh man! Oh, 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 oh. oh Calvin uh, Klein, Mandy. Calvin Klein. You were so close. I, I, I don't know. 
Hey, Mandy, have a great weekend. Thanks for playing the 30-second pop too. culture Thank challenge. You. Yes. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize, but only at 1230. If you didn't uh, win today, you could win next uh, week. And just to give the answer for the name of the two lead characters of the X-Files, it's Mulder and Scully. Skulder and Mully. Not. No. You don't win a prize. My second favorite part of the day is when Holly lets loose this. Yes, I like to bring everyone some blind items from the website crazydaysandnights.net, which is run anonymously by a Los Angeles lawyer. So this is the inside scoop. These are pretty legitimate. So I bring you this blind item today, Bradley. Awesome. So basically for the audience, we guess and then um, hopefully we guess right. And then Holly will. uh, And then we'll explain explain. and we'll fill in the blanks on the mysterious blind items. My pen and paper. Oh, okay. Now we have one celebrity in this first blind item. Just one. Ooh, this okay. A plus A list, mostly movie actress, sometimes director. Okay, that's Ooh. who we're talking about. Okay, we'll just say A plus. This A plus list, movie, mostly movie actress, sometimes director, has a fourteen page list of demands for the producers of the Golden Globes. Fourteen page list of demands. Fourteen page list of demands. Again, an A plus list. Mostly movie actress, sometimes director. Oh, sometimes director. That's getting me because I, I should. This should be easy because it there, is. Sh- there shouldn't be that many A-list movie actresses who also direct. Now, is it Meryl Streep? No, she doesn't uh, direct, does she? No, she doesn't direct. Now, this person yesterday, if you were paying attention to some headlines, was just announced as a presenter. For the Golden Globes this Sunday. She's an A-plus list, mostly movie actress, sometimes director. Oh, oh, did you t- did you say this earlier in the prep room? Were you talking about these two women? Well, just one. Just one of the them. The sometimes director. And it was a sometimes director. That's right. Who? Oh, Jennifer Aniston. No. Angelina Jolie! Yes! Yes, I knew it was in there somewhere. All right, so, Ange- read it again. Angelina Jolie has a 14-page list of demands for the producers of the Golden Globes. 14-page. Mm. I feel like... That's a little diva-ish A to little? Me. I mean, what do you have in 14 pages? I don't know, but Angelina Jolie has on. figured it out, and she's given it to the producers uh, of the Golden Globes. I need Globes. you to make sure that my leg shows, uh, but only at a 45-degree angle. That's accurate. Okay, so, I, <laughs> but but here was the, the interesting thing: um, the uh, notion that both Jennifer Aniston, or the news, I should say, rather, that Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston are both going to be presenting, right? Right. So that's the big news from yesterday, because usually those two, of course, they have mutual ex and Brad Pitt. They don't present at award shows together, and in fact, I think they kind of like to keep a big distance between the two of them whenever they do walk the red carpet together. So you think, obviously, that's going to be on one of those 14 pages, oh, how to course. deal with Jennifer Aniston so yes. that she's not in a, you know, that Angelina's protected by a bubble of some kind? Oh, of course. So they don't have to cross paths. But Bradley, my dream in my heart yeah. is that the two of them walk on stage together wearing fabulous black gowns, holding hands in solidarity and Throwing saying looks at the women camera. power and being like, you know what? We just blew your mind and we just broke the internet. Ha ha. That would be amazing. That would, that be, would amazing. be pretty amazing. And in oh. fact, I would pay them to do that. So hopefully somebody with deep pockets in Hollywood is on it. Meryl Streep. Come on. Let's do make it. it happen. All right. So that's that was your first blind item. OK, uh, Angelina Julie. What else you got? 
Oh, not that. <laughs> I do have one of those. Thanks. I'll take one. a ding. I have one of these. All right, one celebrity in this blind item that we're talking about. An A-plus list, mostly movie actress. Mostly movie actress. That's right. A-plus list. Everybody knows this person's name. Now, this blind item is verified by crazydaysandnights.net, meaning that the blog has issued a name along with this blind item. So, So that means you can take it to the bank. That's right. All right, so here we go. Speaking of therapy... This former A-plus list, mostly movie actress, walked away from the spotlight a few years back. Everyone thought it was because of the role she was being offered or that she had a fear of failing. But it turns out something happened on her second-to-last movie, and it made her never want to do another movie again. Her last movie was a favor she felt like she couldn't walk away from. Did we just talk about her yesterday? She's been in the news this week in a tabloid sort of way. Not Renee Zellweger? No, not Renee Zellweger. Oh, God. Now, A-plus list, mostly oh, movie A+. actress. That would not have been her. No. A-plus? So Who some, went away? Yes, yeah, she went away. She hasn't done a movie. I checked her IMDb. I think it's been about th- at least three or four years. <gasps> since Anne Hathaway? Been... No. Uh, she was just in Colossal, that movie where I'm she sorry, controls the big monster. A good movie. <laughs> Ooh, look at you. Sick Burn. Okay. No. So this person is a household name. I would say she's a household name and has A plus name recognition. Now she has walked away from the movie business. Sometimes she gets a little tabloid story here or there concerning her personal life. But the last movie she, credit she has on IMDb is from 2014. She ha- has nothing on the books, nothing in the works. Oh my God. This is hard. Uh, can you give me any kind of hint? She also does voice work for cartoons, and that's how she's made most of her money, being the voice of a very famous cartoon. She's an older woman then. No, she's in her 40s. God, the mystery thickens. A-plus list, mostly movie actress. Is this obvious and I'm, like, really failing? Yeah, kind of. She's a comedian. She's mostly known for comedies. She also has been part of several franchises, one animated and one live action. Oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm failing at <laughs> She's life. She's blonde. Oh my God, okay. So- She's a former model. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! A blonde well, model yes. movie actress, yes, who's A-list, list, whose A-plus name is a household list. name, Kate yeah. Hudson? No, and the last uh. movie credit she had was in 2014 for the movie Annie, where she played Miss Hannigan in that reboot of Annie. Her other movies include such uh, wonderful, wonderful movies. There's something about Mary. Oh, 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 that one. Yes. Uh, I need a name. Oh, God. Come on, Bradley. I know you can do it. There's something about Mary. She also was in Shrek. She was also, she played Fiona in Shrek. All of the blondes' names are coming to my head. She was in Charlie's Angels. That was the other franchise. Why can't I think of her name right now? Rhymes with... (laughs) Bamron Mia. Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Jeez, I'm horrible. I was doing so well this week until that one. Until that one. I'm sure so, people across uh, the world, the radio listening area, were like throwing things at the radio. Cameron, I kept. You know what name kept coming up to my lips? What? 
Charlize Theron, Charlize Theron. And I'm like, but no, that makes it's sense. Not. I get that. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. But she's had big movies in the past yeah, couple of years. So she's Charlize. very active. Yes. All right. So let's fill in the blank here. Speaking of therapy, Cameron Diaz walked away from the spotlight a few years back. Everyone thought it was because of the role she was being offered or that she had a fear of failure. Failure. But it turns out something happened on her second to last movie and it made her never want to do another movie again. Interesting. What was her second to last movie? Well, now some people were pointing out in crazydaysandnights.net in the comment section that we don't know whether or not that means the second to last movie that was released or the second to last movie that she made. So it could either be one of the following Annie, Sex Tape, The Other Woman, or the counselor. Well, I wonder if uh, I wonder if it was like a me too situation. Right. And we have no idea what happened because there's no other information from this blind item that huh. says uh what exactly happened, but obviously it was negative and it was something that was so bad that she threw in the towel completely and she has not booked a project since. Like she has nothing in production. She's written that body book, so she's kind of dabbled in the world of lifestyle, but she's made so much movie off of the Shrek franchise, or so much money, excuse me, that she never has to work again, and she's fine. Oh, my God. So, there is a... Where did I just see her, though? You probably saw her in the tabloids earlier this week, because some of them are running a story that Cameron Diaz and her husband, Benji Manon, are trying to get pregnant. Interesting. Okay. So that's really about it. Sometimes she appears in Drew Barrymore's social media every once in a while. And I think she did yeah, some it's interviews interesting because she's a, book. because she's a, I mean, that's a name and that's a woman that like, there's nothing negative attached to her name. No. So why isn't she, I mean, she's 45. Okay. So women have a hard time, but like even, you know, but that's changing yeah. too. There's plenty of actresses, I think. And why she hasn't ahead. like done something on TV. Why doesn't she have a streaming show? Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Interesting. Okay. Well, right. uh, the plot thickens, but thank you for that. And I apologize for my addled brain. Well, you got there eventually and that's what counts. <sighs> Luckily for you, you don't really need to have much swirling around in your brain. And uh, if you forget something now and again, you've always got Google. And when we come back, we're going to chat with our good friends at Google and find out the three things that you need to know were trending this week. And one of them has to do with what your New Year's resolutions were. And we'll talk about that with our expert, Molly, right here on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. I was optimistic. I Lex went into this optimistic with optimism. I went into it. I was really thinking and hoping that uh, thinking and hoping and praying. And after you do, he will be yours. What is that song? No. What what is that song? Who knows? Who knows? Lex, we just devoured that song. We destroyed it. it. We destroyed that song. Wishing and hoping. Oh, it's wishing and hoping, Jason. We got it all wrong. We're thinking and praying. You destroyed it like a toilet at Epcot on New Year's Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don. On My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's only been a week, but already we've got trends for 2018. It's time to check in with our good friends at Google to see what you've been Googling all week. You better see this. 
There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And we've got our good friend Molly Vandenberg joining us today to find out what the first week of 2018 brings us in the form of trends. Hey, Molly. Hey there. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Let's get right to it. So right at the top of the list, I see New Year's resolutions. Tell me more. Absolutely. This was far and away our most popular trend that we saw this week as it is the start of the new year. And people are really turning to Google to look out for help on their various resolutions that they've made. And in fact, the number one thing that we're really seeing is that gyms near me reached an all-time high in search volume in the U.S. this week. So people are really looking to get in there and start some healthy habits. Absolutely. Do you have any idea, because I know you've been tracking things for a while over at Google, how long it takes for New Year's resolutions to not trend anymore? (laughs) Yeah. That, you know, is a very good question. Uh, Not sure if I know that specifically, but what I will say is that typically people find that if you commit really hard to your New Year's resolution for a full month, that's about the time that it takes to break a habit. So maybe around then is when people start to fall off the wagon. Maybe that's when we start to see some dip. Yeah, I was going to ask if that's something that people were Googling, when do New Year's resolutions fail? Yeah, so people were mainly looking for, like, why mate New Year's resolutions, as well as a lot of how-tos. So one of them was how to be happy or how to eat healthy, those sorts of things. And so more so action-based questions, but we did see a little bit of research about how do these resolutions come to exist, why do we make them, and people really just want to try to make a positive change in their lives. I do love the notion that people are actually Googling how to be happy because, like, that makes me happy. Like, it gives me hope that, like, the world is interested in being in a good mood for Uh, once. Well, maybe some people are Googling how to be happy this week because one of the other things that has been trending is the bomb cyclone that is happening over on the east coast of the United States. Absolutely. The cold temperatures and weather that's been happening in the East Coast is really of interest to a lot of people. In fact, we also saw an all-time high in the U.S. this week for the phrase, how cold is it, and then followed by a location. So it's definitely of interest to a lot of people, as are a lot of the problems that come with those cold temperatures, whether it be snow or more specifically frozen pipes. A lot of people turning to Google to figure out how to deal with that if it should happen to them. Or like frozen iguanas. Um, We keep seeing stories um, trending about iguanas in uh, areas like Florida that have seen, um, you know, relatively cold temperatures. Right. They're definitely not used to it. I know I feel like I'm barely used to it. So I hope the iguanas turn out okay. Don't we all? (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, so uh, another story. And if you guys are just joining us, we're talking to Molly Vandenberg from Google about what was trending in this first week of 2018 from New Year's resolutions to the bomb cyclone uh, to Coachella. It's already Coachella time or at least time to pay attention to Coachella again. Definitely time to pay attention because Coachella was trending this week because they announced their headliners in the lineup. So the headliners this year are going to include Cardi B, Eminem, and Beyonce, who was supposed to headline last year but had to cancel due to her pregnancy. So people are really excited that she'll be making a return, and people are already searching for tickets. Uh, the search in Coachella tickets spikes like 46 
100% this week. Oh, and wow. you can't buy them quite yet. You'll have to wait until Monday. But maybe some people are looking to escape that. East Coast cold and had to Coachella come spring. Now, Molly, you're over in Mountain View up in Northern California. Is this something that's popular on the Google campus? People uh, going to Coachella and camping out for the weekend? I would say I definitely know a lot of my colleagues that really enjoy going. They make an annual thing out of it. And there's always a bunch of buzz as it gets closer to festival season. Definitely something I see a lot of people enjoy doing. Nice. Yeah, I always just, the, the notion of like spending time with a bunch of other people in a <laughs> desert sounds absolutely <laughs> not fun to me at all. I'm with you, Bradley. I'm not sure it's for me, but it uh, seems like a lot of people get a kick out of it. Absolutely. Hey, Molly, we got to run, but thank you so much for sharing the first week of trends with us. Absolutely. Happy New Year again, and thank you so much. Absolutely. That's Molly Vandenberg from Google letting us know that uh, New Year's resolutions, the bomb cyclone and Coachella were trending and on that bomb cyclone thing. Yes. I was going to ask her what who the heck created that dumb thing or who the heck <laughs> made that thing go viral? Because oh, I was the, talking phrase, to our, the phrase bomb cyclone, because I was talking to our good friend and weatherologist uh, Ken Barlow downstairs uh, earlier this week. And he was like, yeah, so that phrase has always been around. I have no idea why they picked it up. He's like, all it really means is that there is a weather system that's intensifying very quickly um you know they we've obviously seen some crazy weather pictures of course but in terms of the overall um uh situation it's nothing that out of the ordinary it's nothing that they haven't seen although i will say that it's affecting boston massachusetts so yeah, they're those getting pictures you know crazy with all pictures, the flooding right so they're getting record-breaking flooding there it's very cold i think that the, the amount of snow i can't necessarily speak off the top of my head but what i'm really saying is that it's just another friday afternoon for minnesotans that's happening on the east coast yeah don't don't even start with us because Mm -mm. by the way did you see the washington post piece that uh tried to take us to task for um complaining about how east coasters complain about uh crazy winter weather and And they're like we know you have it worse just shut your mouths already and I was like, oh, yeah, oh. that's not condescending or patronizing in the least, East Coast. Mm, uh, Thank you uh, very much. And uh, also in the article in the Washington Post where they talked about how we um, like to judge them for not knowing how to handle winter, which they have every year. Right. Um, they they're, The article says basically, like, of course, people in the Midwest have no problems with winter because they drive everywhere. So they're never out in the cold. Yeah, but you that makes what, no sense. Like, that makes no they, sense. People like, drive cars on the do- East Coast. No, no, no. But what they're saying is uh, on the East Coast, you know, they're so urban that people oh. are biking and people are using oh, transit. Oh, well, thank yeah, you so no, much. Yeah, no, we don't oh. have people biking and we, we got people on fat bikes. I saw a person biking down the street on, I think, Pillsbury Avenue or uh, one of the roads down in Uptown. There was a person biking the other day when it was zero degrees outside. I'm sorry, we don't have the Acela. Yeah, they're we like, can't necessarily no, take the we have metro train. transit. We've got transit. We've got bikes. People walk. We understand what cold is. Thank and yet, you. we don't biatch about it every time the snow falls for the first time every year. Yeah. So look. We don't got much, but what we do got is good. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of the things that we've got that are good, Holly, uh, we need to talk before we round out this hour about we've something good. very hot. 
Mm. and good that's coming our way very quickly that would be manuary 2018 we are celebrating the great men of minnesota and if you know a great man in your life you need to nominate them for manuary 2018 and all you have to do is go to our website mytalk1071.com keyword manuary it's right there on the home page it's real simple you just fill out a little thing you find a hot picture of them and you say 250 words about them and why they're good and get this bradley what the winner of manuary January is going to win $2,000 for their favorite charity, as is the runner-up for Manuary this year. So it's smart, caring, honorable men. We're looking for them. We want them. Could it be you? Is it you? If it is you, nominate yourself. I mean, why not, right? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, and I do mean absolutely. Ab- You've got till Monday to make those nominations, right? Uh, yes. Yes. I think Monday, head to mytalk1071.com. I'm assuming keyword manuary. Hey, when we come back, are we talking about the Golden Globes? I thought we were talking about Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston. I mean, sure. Why not? And we've also got a series of stories that you don't give a rat's behind about. Am I right? Yep. We'll find out what those are when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Rock, flag, and eagle. Entertainment.